The Shep Nas Podcast begins now. Welcome to the Shep Nas Podcast. Here at Shepherd Church, everything we do is to connect our community in a meaningful relationship with Christ. I'm Joe, and I'm your host today. With us today, we have Joshua Nadio, and we often see Joshua in the role of a worship leader, but as you are hearing this today, he had the opportunity to preach this past Sunday. So today we're going to take the opportunity to get to know Joshua a little more and to talk about the message that he delivered. So, Joshua, welcome to the podcast. Thank you, Joe. <laughs> hey. Uh, so one of the things that we talked about right before we started recording is, you know, we, we see you up front all the time. We love to hear you singing. We love the way you worship. Um, it, it makes it easier, I think, for other people to worship when you're worshiping because you have a nice way of not caring what else is going on. You're, you're truly, truly worshiping. <laughs> Am I wrong in that assumption? No, you're not. All right. So, I mean, that's, that's what, that's what it's all about, right? We, 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 we are there to worship, right? Exactly. 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 Everything so, else can wait. <laughs> so, um, but we thought it would be good to, take a little bit of time to get to know you better because not everybody gets a chance to talk with you. And so kind of a little bit about your story, where where you've come from and your life and kind of your spiritual journey. So let's start with um, you know, like where you grew up and kind of your experiences with that. First of all, my name, my last name is Nediope. I'm sorry. So many people... No, it's okay because you're not the only one who got who got that wrong. First, Google, uh, Google Maps got it wrong. Uh, uh, was it Google Maps? So back uh, we were back at home one, this one time, and Brianna had come over. I like, come to Uganda. And this is before we got married, and so there's a street called Nadiope. Like it, it's called my name. Yes, literally, because of uh, I think my grandfather, yeah, who was a like a king or something like that. Uh, so we we are driving, and the uh, Google map says, "Turn, uh, take the next right on Nadiop Street." I'm like, "What? That's not how it's meant. <laughs> that's, that's not the name." But anyways, <laughs> well, I, I apologize. Now, I can't I do feel your pain because <laughs> nobody says my last name right. So, in fact, I just gave up a long time ago. It's like, however you want to say it, that's fine. Um, yeah. But, so the Nadiope. So, OK, there there we got it. Um, so, well, I didn't realize that you were. Uh, from the line of royalty, then. So, oh yeah, I, I am, I'm, I am, and it's as much as it looks like something to be proud of. I'm actually not proud that I'm from that line, because uh, many people just look at the outside appear like the the outside of royalty, and they look at the money, they look at the the status, the, uh, they just look at the, the outside, but there's so much that goes on on the inside, like so much. Right. There's so much, there's so much evil. There's so much, uh, there's just so much. 
Well, actually, uh, I think this is going to tie into what we're going to talk about later from your message, maybe, um, mm-hmm. at least in a way. So, um, did you grow up in a Christian home, or how how was it that you came to Christ yourself? So, I grew up in a very very big family. So, when I was young, uh, when I was young, my mom, my mother didn't really have uh, the right financial standing to like support me so i grew up in my aunt my aunt's home uh and it was a big family like it was a big my aunt has something like 11 kids or some home so she had those kids and then she had uh a few more people that were the house i I feel like we were like 20 people in the like just one house (laughs) and it wasn't even a big house because i remember at one point we we literally rented out, uh, not we, my aunt, they, my aunt and her husband, they rented out like a garage and all of us would sleep in that garage. <laughs> and uh, so it wasn't really a Christian home. Everybody, everybody was, we were just trying out everything. So we we had a Protestant, we had a Catholic, we had uh, we had uh, all these other <laughs> religions, well, you, and then my you had enough gone. people to try quite a few of them, right? <laughs> <laughs> exactly. So, and my aunt was uh, didn't just didn't fall anywhere. So uh, whenever there was a, I don't know what the most the Muslims call the uh, I think they call it Eid. After they their fast and so they whenever there was that thing where you go and eat, we would go and eat. Wherever there was a Catholic thing, we would go there. Where whenever there was a Protestant or whatever, uh, whatever, like we would be everywhere. So I grew up in a place like that. But my mom was a Christian, so every time I got a chance to go to go over to my mom's house or my mom's rent rental. She or she would never let me go to bed without praying. Mm. The only problem is that she prayed too for too long. Like she, you would get down on the knee on your knees to pray for when you go. You literally going to bed. You're praying <laughs> for the night, and you pray for an hour and a half, and you're like, "What? <laughs> what is going on?" So I mean, most of the time she would. By the time she would say "Amen," I would be. I would already be asleep, like in my second dream or something. Maybe that was part of the strategy. She's just gonna, <laughs> maybe <laughs> she's just gonna stay there and keep praying until you were asleep. Yeah, she didn't want to sing sing me uh, lullabies or some <laughs> or read me bedtime stories. She just prayed, but that apparent that's not the time I got saved. So my mom. As she, I think she was just, she, she was, she's a fighter and she would, would you know, my brother did be still because she did not really have the finances to take care of me and my brother. So my brother grew up with his grandmother. Mm-hmm. The reason why I'm saying that is because my mom actually never really got married. So they hadn't kind of probably had a fling with my dad and that was, and it resulted into me. And then she moved somewhere else. She got my somehow somewhere my my brother came 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 about. <laughs> but yeah, so my 
I'm actually from the east of Uganda, and my brother is from the west of Uganda. Okay. Like his dad. So apparently, my brother, my my brother's dad died when he was still young. He never really even got the chance to see him. So um, <clears throat> my my brother grew up with his grandma, but the, my mom got happened to get to find a come across a job a job offer in this uh, like big organization. It's called Watoro. Uh, and she got in, she was actually, because you, you're only allowed to get in the, get in when you're 30, she was 29, but somehow, somewhere she got in. Uh, I remember this one time she came, she came for me uh, at school and it was the first time she, I, I'd, I'd ever seen her visit me at school, but apparently she was taking me away from school and we were going to this organization. So this organ, the way this organization works, it, 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 it rescues orphans, like it rescues children that have been abandoned uh, out on the streets. Uh, some kids have uh, have been thrown in, in toilets. Literally, they've just, they like rescued them from toilets. Wow. Uh, some kids have just been left at the door and so it's just it's just th that was a place so what my mom was gonna do was take care of children so this organization brings in women uh, widows and they place the widow in like this lady in a in a house and they give them like and they uh, they put about eight to nine at most children under her. So every house in this organization, organization had like uh, like eight to nine children. Okay. Uh, and, and every house had a mother. So that's where, that's where we, we joined. Life, life changed. Like our, we came from this life of uh, struggle. Uh, I mean, we were children. We never really cared you knew at the end of the day you don't you're gonna get something to eat like you don't know where it came from but you get what i mean so <clears throat> my mom brought us uh we found all these kids they were all christians they were so happy and i'm in my mind i'm like these kids are orphans like these kids have been abandoned these kids have probably have sadder stories than i had that than i have you get what i than sure. my own story but these kids were happy. You get what I mean? These kids were happy. They were joyous. I mean, some of them was had still had, had pain and bitterness, and but most of like this place was magical. Just stick with us. We'll be right back. This coming Sunday is Biker Sunday at Shepherd. Guest speaker Pastor Anna Seward will bring the message, and there'll be a biker blessing. Services are at 9 a.m. and 10.45 a.m. After the second service, bikers will ride to Utica to enjoy some ice cream at the Old Mill. Find more details about all upcoming events at shepnaz.org slash calendar. Were you living in the house then with, with some of these other kids? And Yeah, so I became one of the, like, the, the right. kids. Now, though my mom was that that like right. the, the mother in the house, right? So she so, was the house mom, and so your real mom's there, but you have now kind of 
seven or eight others that are siblings from other families. And yeah, did, did you get to a point where you started to feel like they were your brothers and sisters or? Oh yeah. I mean, we go, we, oh, we started seeing, seeing us like each other as, uh, as siblings. You, you can't help it. Like mm-hmm. you, 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 like I've literally, I would say I've lived my entire life up to this, this point with these people. Cause I joined Watoda when I was, uh, nine, nine years old. And I left Watoda when I was about, uh, 20 and I'm 25 right now. Okay. So I lived like more than half, half my life in Watoda. So, uh, these, these guys are my brothers even up to now, but I remember one day. So in the evenings we would like the entire family would like sit around the dining and like pray, do like family prayers. You, you do family devotions, you would read the word and then sing a few songs and then pray together every night. I still didn't really get the meaning of the, this whole thing because I was, uh, I mean, I was still, uh, I, I was still catching up as from this life of going to the Muslims, going to the Catholics, going to the, like, I was just, I didn't, I didn't fall anywhere. But I remember this one time, this one evening we were, we were after reading the Bible, we were praying and something just hit me. I didn't know what it was. Something just hit me. And in, in, at the back of my mind, I was still conscious. Like, I was like, what the heck is going on? Mm-hmm. But then my eyes could not hold it. I started sobbing. I started crying and I didn't know why I was crying out. And I, I remember telling, asking my own self, I'm like, Joshua, what are you doing? Like, why are you crying? I just couldn't explain it. But the thing is that it felt good. Right. It's a feeling I did not want to, like, I did not really want to stop. It's, it's afterwards that my, my mom literally explained to me and he's like, you have been baptized by the spirit. I'm like, what? like you've been like you've you've been you've just had an encounter that is literally going to change your entire life i'm like okay but i really remember how it felt it felt good it felt it i i i wish it had gone on got gone on throughout <laughs> the night right. like it was amazing it was amazing so i mean life did, didn't really exactly change immediately after that point no I went back to my old self. I uh, when I when I joined Watoto, I got introduced to girls. Mm-hmm. I, I got in with the wrong companies. Uh, oh, wrong company! And these guys were were would I say uh, womanizers or so whatever? Like they were they they had a weakness which was ladies right and they initiated me in that i started i i in simple terms i I just did a lot of things that i i i I, i'm not really proud of and uh but anyways um 
this one time I had like I had a like a best friend and I this one time I got to their place and they were literally praying like they were in, like in deep prayer and there was this new lady like stranger I'd never seen her this lady saw me when I walked into the door and she told me young man do you have anything you want me to pray for you like to pray for in your life I'm like, yeah, pray for my life, pray education, pray for my education. Just like any young, any young child, like if you ask any young child what they would say, pray for my mother, pray for like, see, like all the basic things. Sure, sure. It's like, okay. So when they were done praying, she called me with my best friend. And my best friend had gone through, had just gone, it's funny, it's, it had just gone through like a, a like a breakup with like the girlfriend. We were young. I don't even know what we were doing in relationships, but she, he had just gotten like a heartbreak. So when we were praying, this lady looks at my best friend and says, Hey, why do you have, uh, why do you have so much uh, grief? Like, why do you have so much, like a lot of tears on your heart? Why do you have so much pain in your heart and i thought i was the only one who knew what had gone what had gone on between my best friend and the ex-girlfriend at that point mm -hmm. but when this lady saw through my best friend i'm like i was like whoa whatever this lady has i want it to and I'm, I, at that point, I was determined to get it, no matter what the, what the cost was. So this, uh, this lady was living somewhere in the community outside, the, outside like we, the village where we stayed. But every day after school, I ran down to that lady's house with a couple, like a, a group of people, a group of other children, and we prayed. And that was the time I accepted Jesus as my like that I actually accepted Jesus as my Lord and Savior. And that was a time that my life changed. Amen. That was a time when when everything changed. I still had struggles. I still, after that point, I still had struggles with girls. I still had I had a lot of story. It, I would say it even became worse, but. My life had changed. I could feel it. Mm -hmm. I had something I did not have before. I had something I could not. I could not yet explain at that point. Well, but I think it's important for people that are listening to to really hear what you're saying. Is that God starts working in your life, and you're not perfect when He's working in your life, and that. Yeah. There may be, um, he, his spirit is going to continue to work into your life and to start working those things out. And we need to be coming alongside uh, new believers and understand that some of the, the habits, some of the sins that they've had struggles with in the past, those struggles may not go away instantly. 
Um, yeah. They they may still struggle in those areas, and we need to encourage them and and let them know that hey, we we struggle too. You know, there's yeah, there's there's um, times when when we all, no matter how long we've had a relationship with the Lord, that we yeah. you know have temptation, and we need to take it to Him and deal with it that way. So definitely. So that the thing was, is that uh, was the time when you made the decision. Yeah, I made this the decision, and I was introduced to this to this thing called grace. Mm-hmm. I knew I had struggles. I knew I had had things I needed to work through, but I knew I wasn't alone, and I knew I wasn't condemned. I knew I wasn't judged. There was grace, and I mean to everybody out there listening i i want them to know and understand that it doesn't matter where they have come from it doesn't matter matter how big the they think what they've done is there is grace that does not there's grace that does not see how big your life uh, or how uh, how bad your life is there's grace that 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 washes all sin away there's grace that does not isolate this grace that does not it, it, it it's it's open and free for everybody you just gotta take it you just gotta accept it you just gotta uh you just gotta want it you 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 just have to want it Amen. it's free you know um as we're talking I beforehand we had talked about you know we're going to take a break and then we're going to come back and and talk about your message, but uh, I just feel things leading in a different direction right now. And what I'd like to do is give you the opportunity um, to pray for those that are listening, for those that that might be struggling with sin that are coming to a relationship with the Lord or are entertaining a relationship with the Lord. And uh, we'll conclude our episode for today, and then we'll come back and we'll actually tomorrow, we'll take a look at uh, your message and dig a little deeper. But would you be willing to just kind of extend that offer right now and and pray for them? Definitely. Um, Father God in heaven, I just want to say thank you for, for your love. love that does not see us for what we are, but for what we can be. I just want to thank you for grace. I just want to say thank you for that lady, that young man, that that child that is seated in their living room, in their bedroom, and listening in right now, and they have struggles that have weighed on them and they have they have pains from their past that is still haunting them and weighing them down Lord would you reach out and touch those those souls in the name of Jesus I pray, Holy Spirit, that you remind them that 
that there is grace that there is grace that there is grace that surpasses all kind of sin all levels of sin that you remind them that you thank you jesus I don't know but I as I as I pray I just see uh I just see a young man seated in the sitting seated in a couch and and they've been suffering with pornography for for years for over 10 years and they've lost all confidence i just want to remind them right now that god is faithful and there is grace there's no sin too big or too small for god thank you jesus holy spirit i ask that you walk in this young man's heart right now pray that you you heal you heal the wounds that have been afflicted on him in the name of Jesus by his family by someone in his family in the name of Jesus i pray that you meet this young man at his point of need right now father thank you holy spirit thank you lord Father, I lift up every other person that is struggling, that has issues. I pray that you remind them that you are bigger, that you are bigger than anything they they might be struggling with. You are bigger than any giant or any mountain they might be climbing in this season of their lives in the name of Jesus. Lord, I just pray for transformation in every life right now. I pray for change. I pray for change of heart, Lord. Thank you, Holy Spirit. Would you do a work in your people right now, Holy Spirit? would you change would you transform would you deliver your people from bondage in the name of Jesus from anything that has been weighing on them and chaining them down lord in the name of Jesus i i pray i declare and decree deliverance i declare and decree freedom in the name of Jesus right now thank you god thank you holy spirit in Jesus' name Amen. Amen. Thank you, brother. I just felt like that's where we were supposed to go for right now. Um, we're going to wrap up today's episode. And I just want to remind everyone that you can always get a hold of us. If there was something that reached you today, you can email us at uh, podcast at shepnaz.org. Also, be sure to follow us on uh, social media 
if something that uh, was shared today has really reached out to you, uh, let us know. We want to walk alongside you. So we pray that this has uh, touched your heart, and we pray that you would share it with others. This podcast is a production of the Shepherd Church of the Nazarene, Gehenna, Ohio. Email to podcast at shepnaz.org and let us know what you think.